Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate first watch rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we're going over season three, episode eight, Demons. I, I almost forgot what my intro was. It's been, <laughs> it's like been a, a while. We're a little rusty. So I uh, for, so we had a nice little tangent cast last week, which I listened to. And <laughs> I was think? great. I really enjoyed <laughs> so it. So good. Uh, those of you who uh, are rewatching with me will know that there is a character that shows up in later seasons who I really want to go back and retouch that with because oh. this person would be I think the most interesting person to try to place into the your DNA. Oh nice. Yeah, so what I did learn last week was that I am not, I'm not willing to do this again without you with me <laughs> because I got real angry. <laughs> and I was like, I know there are reasons why my thoughts are valid. I just can't back them up with facts because I'm not smart at facts. I'm just no good with facts. I work on feelings and and, and and boyfriend Jesse is like, well, you don't have a fact to back yourself up with. Yeah. And I'm like, dang it, you're right. <laughs> so next time you're coming with me, I need backup. Well, I, I think people may have noticed on Facebook, I posted a picture last week. Um, so last week, Nixie was was not here because I was on a, a sailing the seven seas yes. uh, on, on a cruise ship. And one night for dinner, there was, I know it's, I think they, they pronounced it, it's its a Jaffa cake. Uh-huh. But of course. It's a Jaffa cake. It's a Jaffa cake. Hell yes. So I saw this on the menu. I'm like, I don't even care what it is or anything <laughs> We're else. We're I need Jaffa. this. To be fair, it's a cruise. So if I wanted to have every dessert yeah, on the list, I should have. <laughs> there are some nights people did order three. That's uh, how it works. So I posted a picture of the Jaffa cake. It was delicious. Nice. It was orange and dark chocolate. I'm for it. Exactly. Well, I'm I'm so glad to have you back, and I'm glad we can finally get to some rewatch. I know. Um, So our AKA is welcome back, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. Um, Yeah, actually, I like my AKA was was Unas is the loneliest number. Oh, that's a good one. Let's go with Unas is the only the loneliest number. That is hard to say. I know. Unas is the loneliest number. <gasps> We've done it. Let's move. Because I love the quote later where Jack was like, Unas, Uno, there's yeah, only one. Only one. <laughs> See, it's like you're an idiot. Yeah. Um, so this first aired on August 13th, 1999. Okay. Actually, before that, before we get into the the rewatch, can I just we we haven't been able to talk about MacGyver yet. Oh my god! We watched the MacGyver. Now, as we record this, we have not seen episode two yet. No, we have only seen the pilot so far. Yes. Um, I will say that it is, uh, to me personally, it is not 100% there yet. But oh my god, we have a solid foundation. I agree. And. Uh, I am really hopeful for the series. So so here's my hope, and I think I might have mentioned this while we were watching. I hope that it understands how campy it is. And, yeah, and I want it to be campy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I yeah. hope it doesn't take itself too seriously. I hope it decides to stay. Like, I hope like it's... Like, Burn Notice camp, like, is camp? Yeah, yeah. I hope, because Burn Notice is kind of very much a love letter to MacGyver. Okay, well, Burn Notice I haven't watched, but I've heard brave reviews yes. from you and from others. Yes. Um, but, and see, I liken it to the Chuck world. In the same, yeah, yeah, exactly. The same way that Chuck is knows it's campy and embraces it. Yes. MacGyver did like it's an '80s. I love how it felt like an '80s show. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our. That's my hope. So I think we're on a similar page, which is really nice. Yeah. And um, I just blanked on the guy that plays MacGyver in this. Oh, uh, his name is. MacGyver. That's why you blanked yeah. on his name because his name is now MacGyver and his forever. His name is now MacGyver forever. The end. But yeah, no, I, that's that was my thing. I hope Lucas it's got, Till. Lucas Till. So that's my hope is that it keeps that 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 feel that camp feel that it yeah. gets a little more of the throwback vibe too. Uh, there's two things that, that I that I liked, and um, first of all, I laughed that 
in 30 seconds into the series, they they solved all questions and blatantly said that this is Angus MacGyver. Oh, gotcha. It took you to the last episode of the original series by gotcha. that first name. Gotcha. And I know there's questions of is this this like the same person type thing or is it the same world and this is, you know, a, a nephew or something. No, this is Angus MacGyver. Uh-huh. Um, I liken it to an alternate reality where yeah. there's just some other guy named Angus MacGyver. Exactly. Um, the end. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I loved, I loved Love the I love that um, it's Thornton is still his boss. I love okay. the last Grace can attest to this. The last thirty seconds when he's like, "Let's name our organization the oh, Phoenix yes. Organization." <laughs> I let out the biggest squeal and was like clapping my hands and Nixie giggling. Made all the sounds. We were a little concerned for a second. As Kaylee just, may or may not have jumped up and been like, "Something's wrong." Like before he even said Phoenix, as he has his hand, I'm like, I was like, my arms started waving. Um, Nixie even, was landing invisible planes at that point. <laughs> in, in just in the voiceovers, like there's. There is, I can't explain it, but Lucas Till had the same tone and quality of voice to me that RDA had. Okay. Gotcha. It's hard to explain. Like, just the voiceovers had the same quality to them. The same, I, I don't know it's what it is. the same type of dude, maybe? Well, I don't know. It's something in, like, the tone of his voice. Okay. Okay. It's he has the he had the same rhythm. Like he had to have studied oh, RDA gotcha. videos because he had the same rhythm. That's cool. I'll and take tone that. in his voice. And I was like, Yay. I like that. And I like our, our um George Eads character. Yes. He's I don't know Jack if Dalton. this is yeah, I don't know if this is true to form. I don't know if this is the same Jack Dalton as before. It's Jack Dalton. Okay, Jack good. Dalton. But I do like what George Eads is bringing he's to He's a it. I think he's a it takes, I think this Jack Dalton is like what Jack Dalton was later Okay, in gotcha. MacGyver. Like, yeah. you just kind of, the same way you're like, yes, this is Angus MacGyver. Like, let's just cut to the point with Jack Dalton. <laughs> yeah, so I dig this. I think this story, I think the first episode was about meeting the characters. Yes. The story could have been a little stronger. It was a little yes. predictable. It, it was. But that's okay. I have a we, long, the one, the one element about the series that I'm like, ah, uh-huh. on is, is Riley. Oh yes, is yeah. I, I feel like that is much too much. Like this is throwing it at to meet modern drama comedy, yeah, action NCIS type style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's CIS. And that's what I have style. to see. So this first episode gets a. It gets a it gets by because yes. it's introducing these characters and so far we like the characters. I like I said I think it's a really solid beginning. Yeah, let's see where the writing takes us. Yeah. So now it's it's like okay, you get a pass on the first one. Yeah. It's kind of like the first quiz you take in school. It's like all right, it yeah. doesn't have to be great because it's the first one. Yeah. I may or may not be coming from a place where I didn't do as great on the first <laughs> test. <laughs> but but you got to take it from here. So I now you know where your baseline is. I think some people were complaining about like the the camp and like the really cliche lines and I was like but no but that's what MacGyver I want is. that yeah in, I want that in the show I want it to feel like an 80s show yeah I, and I agree I'm with you I think it's got to have that feeling I like it's got to not take itself too seriously yeah. it's got to stay here but now it cannot rely on that it's got to have some strong strong story behind it and there's a part of my soul that's very happy that we get the 2016 mullet Oh my gosh! Yeah, I guess that's the version of the 2016 yeah, it mullet. Was, yeah. It wasn't a mullet, but you could see it was clearly harkening back to the MacGyver. It's whatever mullet. would. Yeah, it's almost like if it wasn't this, it would have to be like the hipster, like bun men bun or something. Yeah. Like whatever is of the time. Which, times. to be fair, the original trailer yeah. and the original <laughs> pilot, he had longer hair yeah. and it had the man. And bun. that's the thing is, you have to pick whatever the iconic hairstyle <laughs> is of the decade and roll with it. Exactly. Yeah, if this were the 90s and he were a woman, he'd be have the Rachel. He would have the end. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm um I'm I'm excited to watch episode two that may happen later. Today. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give it a B plus. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna give it with with room to grow. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna give it. I'm not gonna give it a grade yet. I need to. I need to watch a few gotcha. more episodes yeah. before I give it well, a that's, grade. Yeah, that's my grade. Mainly for the because I'm super biased. Yeah, when it comes to MacGyver. <laughs> yeah. Um. And here's the and here's the thing. There is two parts of my soul. There was part of my soul that really wanted to hate it because it wasn't MacGyver. Right. My right. MacGyver. And there's a part of my soul that's like, it's like me with like Star Trek or Star Wars. More MacGyver. I yeah. don't care what it is. It's, it's, it doesn't Just matter what it is. It's going to be the 
is, yeah, it's got the, yeah, it's got the name. Let's do it. It's yeah. like the new Star Trek series. I don't really give a shit what it's about. It's, <laughs> it's for Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah. I'm good. That's fair. Yeah, it's very fair. Yeah, no, and, and as far as just treating it like a new fall premiere, I'm giving it a B. Yeah. Uh, solid B. I will try again. I will watch again. Um, that's kind of the, there's only been like three shows that I've really liked this year. That's. Um, What's the other ones? Uh, this is us on NBC, which is a whole different vein of TV. I have not seen that. It's one. It's a dramedy, I guess is okay. the best place to put it. It's on NBC. It's I don't know if it's by the guys that made Parenthood, the TV show. Oh, oh yeah, but so it's, it's right the same in your feel. vein. It is right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> it's uh, an episode about. It's a show yeah. about feelings. And the new, the new. Uh, oh, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, thing. the designated survivor. Designated survivor. That's the only other one that I've seen so far. So I've enjoyed the first episode, but I did <laughs> well. I was watching it I went previously on 24 I, I, I've seen the first two episodes so far okay and I was kind of doing the same thing two. and and it's I I do it's a it's a definitely a completely different character yeah. than his 24 character but uh, yeah and I've always but yet seen, I totally buy him as president I'm for it I'm, I'm digging this um I haven't seen episode two, so we'll wait until I catch up. I have seen, I've the, seen two episodes out so far the other show I'm enjoying and I think it's just because I like the lead is The Good Place which is Kristen Bell. Oh, it's Kristen it's Bell. It's Kristen yeah, Bell Kristen and Bell. Ted Danson. And, oh. <laughs> and she's accidentally in heaven. She... <laughs> what? Grace went so yeah. that I was taking a drink of coffee and did like a weird double take almost spit take. It would have been really great. She's, she's like um, erroneously makes it into the good place. Okay. Because they're unwilling to stick to one religion, which I like. Yeah. But she, uh, she accidentally makes it in and now she's got to like figure out She's kind of scheming her way to stay there, which only gotcha. proves how much she maybe shouldn't be there. Yeah, but yeah. I love it. I absolutely love this show. I'm digging it. We a lot. have um, it came out on Friday, and we've seen the first episode and 20 minutes of Luke Cage. Oh, I have not caught up with that yet. Yeah, I, I'm not there. I am. It's beautifully done. I because there's it's it, these the Netflix Marvel properties yes. I feel are so hard to judge until you get at least halfway yeah. through because even Jessica Jones like Jessica Jones I freaking adored but it yes. took me three four episodes to sink into it so yeah I think it's the same thing with this Luke Cage and I went in knowing like I did no knew nothing except. Well, I know Luke Cage, but about this story, except what you know about Luke Cage in this world in Jessica From Jones. Jessica Jones and Daredevil. So gotcha. right now yeah. I went in and I'm I'm still like, is this before Jessica Jones? Is this after Jessica Jones? Right. Is this? So it's yeah. one of those I'll, we're finding out. So I've devoured Jessica Jones. Oh my goodness. I kind too. of, I got distracted during Daredevil. Ditto here. But I will be watching Luke Cage. Yes. And so we'll see how this goes. So, but yeah, I'm definitely interested. I'm definitely yeah. into what's, what's happening here. So. So that's, that is our premiere <laughs> week review. Exactly. <laughs> um, so now back to Stargate. Yes. Which, you know, this was on August 13th, 1999. So just a couple years in the past just here. a little bit, a little bit, a tiny bit. So Demons was written by Carl uh, Binder, which this is his first and really only episode of SG-1. Um, He helps out in in a later huge episode. Um, But he he mostly does a lot for Atlantis and Universe. Right So he's definitely part of the Stargate Universe, but this is his only foray really. Into SG-1. His solo, because he did episode, the the episode 200. Gotcha. Did some stuff with. Cool. Um, Which I... I will say no more. Um, we're almost there, except none. Except none. Uh, <laughs> we're quarters away there. there. No, we're, we're ha- we've hit episode. Well, we're fifty two, right? Yeah. So we're a quarter of the way. Yeah, there. we're a quarter of the way. We're there. getting there. We'll get there, guys. Slowly um, but surely. He was also a writer on Pocahontas. What? Like the Disney movie Pocahontas, and That's also so wrote random. on Punky Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> what a very uh, what a varied yeah. um, resume. Yes. <laughs> and it's directed by Peter Deloise. Hey, look at that. Uh, the Deloise cameo in this episode is a screaming villager. Like you couldn't miss him. Oh, them. dang it! Yeah, you couldn't miss him if you if you know it all. Of looks like he's just You're like, face there he on is. the screen <laughs> screaming at us. <laughs> um, so some of the, the cameos is David McNally plays Simon who okay. we have previously seen on Stargate. You know, I was thinking he looked familiar and I couldn't place where. He was in Korai as Hano, the guy oh. who arrested Teal'c and put a, charged him with murder gotcha. of his father. Okay, yes. Yep. Now I remember him. And uh, AC Peterson plays uh, the canon um, who was been in, he's still like 
acts a ton. Like, he's been in a ton of things, even in the last couple years, including Lost Girl and Minos in Olympus. Oh. Um, And we will see him again in Atlantis later on. I'll keep an eye out for him. And then Laura um, Minel, who plays Mary... Okay. I know her mostly uh, because she was the bound woman in 13 Ghosts. Ooh, I remember that movie. I saw that movie way more times than someone who hates horror films should see a movie. That was, I remember that being scared. The thing I remember the most is some like spinning thing with blades. The thing I remember most <laughs> is when the guy gets like the door, the glass door closes and he gets oh, cut in half. Oh, yeah. Like you down his body. Him. Yeah, and you see just, like, the front half of him peel away. Speaking of scary things, I'm currently watching uh, Cry Play Silent Hill, which uh, which nope. I don't know if you guys nope. know who Cry Play is, but he's got some great stuff that he plays online. He just, he's a he's a gamer, uh, and we're watching, like, the old, old Silent Hill, <laughs> and it's scary as fuck. Well, I keep, I watch the first season of, um, of, uh, <laughs> what's, what's that, the horror, the... American Horror American Story? American Horror Story. Oh, gosh. And I know I don't want to watch season two, because that's, like, the psychological one, but, like, yeah. there's a, again, hate horror things, guys. Uh, there's a weird part of my soul that wants to see the one about witches and then the one, the hotel one. I just want to see Lady Gaga. Yeah. I <laughs> just don't need to see, see a circus act. one because circus is freaking No, thank me you. Out. They're already scary. I'm yeah. sorry. Not even the, Especially with the thing now that people are dressing as clowns and scaring people in the woods. I'm not even going to address that. Fuck that that's shit. Not even guys, real. no. No, thank you. That's a thing that's happening. Check the news. <laughs> um, but I do kind of want to see the hotel one and the witches one. Um... Which is kind of playing into this episode, sort of. But, awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so... Um, so that's where we know Mary from. Well, yeah. She's also also plays Rebecca in the current Van Helsing series that just premiered on Sci-Fi All Channel. All these shows I need to watch. I know. She was in <laughs> Alpha's Haven, tons of sci-fi. Watchmen, awesome. Legends oh. of Tomorrow for an episode. Two episodes of Supernatural. Like, she's a sci-fi girl. Gotcha. I like that's it. That's our girl. I like her. And the Unas has a familiar voice. Yeah. Can you guess who, who voices the Unas? No. You know him. Yeah. You know him. I don't know who it is. He's really big. It's not Teal'c, is it? Yeah. Is it it is Teal'c. Oh, nice! <laughs> of course he does. Of course he does. Um, I was so distracted by his gag blood, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we start the episode in green. Even Jack yes. notices how the planets look like. Let's, I feel like this running gag will never end. Like and we it's almost not need to get start old. a count, like it's a count of. Old. We could start a count of that one, but it would just be like, oh, we're on episode fifty-two. There's probably fifty-two of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I love the, the you know they're maybe all terraformed at the no yeah no and I love how the series winks at this all the time. So there's a village the UAV found eleven clicks southwest of here. Oh yeah. By the way, if you're curious, a click uh-huh. is a kilometer. I was wondering what that is because I know I've heard that term before. So we know obviously the U.S. is the odd country out in the world for Uh being stubborn enough to not switch over to metric. We're unique is the word. We're individualistic. Sure. (laughs) Uh, But obviously the military has to like communicate with the rest of the world. Sure. So their metric is just the rest of the society isn't. (laughs) Um, I like their abbreviation. So the click is a kilometer. So 11 clicks is just over six and a half miles. I like click sounds. I like the way that sounds better. I bet you could sell us on kilometers and meters if you just gave everything cool names. Uh, yeah. Just do that and trick us. We'll never know. And then the rest of the world would be like, what the fuck do you mean by a click? They're like, it's a click. Remember? It's, yeah, it's a, it's a same. Yeah, yeah, and at least the ratios will be the same. Yeah, it'll exactly. be a one-to-one ratio. We'll just have we'll just dumb names for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Done. It's a clickometer. Um <laughs> Meters will be like eagle wings. <laughs> I don't know. Hot dogs and eagle. Rock, what is it? Rock flag and eagle. <laughs> Freedom That's, prize. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And we're done. Um, but there's a path. Yay. Awesome. So the Stargate must be used by someone or something. Yeah. And Jack makes a Dr. Evil. I work. cut that. You know, okay, so I actually had to be like, wait. Is that a Doctor Evil reference? It totally is. And I was like, I had to like look up when uh, Austin Powers came out, and I was like, holy crap! And I see Sam's smirk is my yeah. favorite part of I the know. whole thing. 
<laughs> yeah. because it's like it's probably a real life smirk. Yeah. But it's also lovely to see that after our episode where her and Jack have like a weird like you were yeah. kissing the other version of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice little way to reconcile what's been going on. It's so like for, okay, they're clearly for working though, through Austin it. Powers came out in ninety seven. So gotcha. this this is ninety nine. <laughs> it is clearly just a Doctor Evil. Yeah, it's totally. <laughs> and of course, Jack would watch that. Of course he would. Yeah. <laughs> Jack is clearly a huge James Bond fan. <laughs> yeah. And so the, and also probably likes, you know, physical comedy. So like, Austin Powers. To the point right where up. I went, wait, was that originally a Bond thing? No, it's no. just straight up from Austin uh, Powers. <laughs> Um, I love it. And later on, I love the next scene. It's just like a weird CG lizard crawls out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love that they spent the money on making a weird CG you lizard. You know, it's like some CG artist was like over overachieving and was yeah. like, hey, I, I was Hey, guys, I made, made this thing. model in the off time. Can we use it somewhere? You want, like, you want to put just, it in there? They're sure. like, okay, great. Thanks. Fine. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> um, and we see a church in the distance. This is the first sign uh, on Stargate on uh, of a society, of a Christian society. Yeah, this is our very first one, right? Yeah, this yeah. This was interesting. Yeah. Um, and they walk towards the village. Daniel muses that since the Gould play deities from cultures that they enslaved, the Gould here must be playing God, like yeah. capital Ta-da! G, God. Yeah. Um, and Teal doesn't buy that the Gould is capable of showing the compassion or benevolence that he read about <laughs> the Bible. Right. Because naturally Teal has read the Bible. Which makes sense. Jack is listening to it on tape. Yeah. Don't tell him the ending. He's, yeah, he'd be really, he's probably a big fan of Audible. Guys, the ending's a little dark. It's a little bit, I, I still, <laughs> we were, you know, it was funny, I was just talking about this at work with someone, where one of the kids, is, we were, uh, I was like, I remember being about 10 and be, and reading Revelations for the first time and scared the it's crap out of me. A little eating. dark, guys. Yeah, and he goes, that was the one thing that was cool, which of course is how a 10-year-old boy would respond. But yeah, it's definitely a little bit dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a little, yeah. Um, so full disclosure, brought up Catholic. Both yeah, of us definitely both of read, us have read the Bible. It's just a little, it's a little, it's a little dark, guys. I'm still a little scared by writing. Oh uh, yeah, gonna lie. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, there and again, as someone who has I, like, like even when I listen to Johnny Cash's "When the Man Comes to Town," yeah. I'm a little like yeah. a little bit of heart palpitations because <laughs> I know what he's talking about. <laughs> it's like I feel you, Johnny. But to be I fair, feel you. In the Bible, there's parts where you know it's a little goldy. Yeah, in the Bible. But you know. and what an appropriate thing to read if you are studying a culture. Oh, definitely. What oh. a super appropriate thing to read. I love reading the like religious texts. I'm I've sure, read yeah. a num- I've read a number of them, at least the cliff notes of a number of them. Some of them get yeah. a little dry or hard to understand, but. Um, and I feel like we may have brought this up before where we were talking about, like, what books you would read to understand oh, yeah. human beings. Yeah. But it, it would be so appropriate because yeah. it, it explains a lot of how we work. And how, Any of and our how religious texts. Exactly. Yeah. And so, but there's other thing is, is you know, you know, we've, to Tilk's point, we've seen Gould play other deities that have a lot of positive personality traits right. in myth. Uh, like Aphrodite, yes. uh, Hathor, yeah. uh, and they're still ghouled. So it's not really a plausible excuse to your thing fair. in my book. That's fair. Yeah, um, there's been some other benevolent gods yeah, and they've yeah, yeah. managed to somehow play them. So <laughs> as they come to the village, it's clearly medieval. Daniel tries to make friends, but they all run screaming and hiding. Right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, that's what you um, do in medieval times. Yeah. <laughs> we find uh, some pre-Chaucer Middle English, um, mm-hmm. and it's a version of the Catholic Prayer for Suffering Souls, mm-hmm. which comes back, I think, is the prayer he says yep. at the end. Yeah. Um, Chaucer died in 1400, so that helps us find a time of gotcha. when these people were taken. So it's definitely Dark Ages. It's Dark Ages. They make a comment that, you know, they probably were taken through either via ships or through the Antarctic Gate, because at this point, gotcha. the gate in Egypt had already been buried. Um, and they find a woman passed out or just not awake, chained mm-hmm. up in the village square. Um, so our first Christian Catholic... Society, we sure. know it's pre fourteen hundred because of the Chaucer reference. It's clearly after the Council of, of Nicaea, um, since that was sort of when they organized the Catholic okay. Christian Church. Um, back then, Christian like Eastern Western. All Christianity was still the same. It was still the based out of the one. Yeah, the, yeah. the East West schism didn't happen until like ten fifty four. Okay, I think. Um, and I don't really think we get any evidence of it's before or after that. I gotcha. Um, okay. And but it is. I'm guessing probably at least after um, it, like six hundred. Okay. Or so because in 
597, Pope Gregory I sent Augustine and a number of other missionaries to Rome to evangelize the Anglo-Saxons, which okay. is, and that was like done by the seventh century. So I think it's somewhere between there and so, like right, right, because we're no longer in Rome and we're not. That's yeah, this not is our definitely place of power. like this feels definitely like a a English medieval. It's close to fall of Rome. Yeah, gotcha. Um, okay. And so Augustine went up there. He set himself up as the Archbishop of Canterbury. Okay. Okay. So, and which obviously nowadays is not a Catholic post. No, we know that. Is the head of the Church of England. Um, I've been to the the Canterbury Cathedral. It is stunning. Yeah, I believe that. See, my only claim to fame in anything church related is that we snuck into the Vatican. Sneak Which, first of all, if I'm looking for hell, like, that's my express pass. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I snuck in. Well, okay, so I went to, when I was younger, went with one of my best friends. We we did a tour of Europe. We did, had about three to four weeks. Mm-hmm. We did Italy, Croatia, Greece, and we didn't have too much time in Rome. We didn't want to spend three hours waiting in a line. It looked like the line at Star Tours when yeah. it opened. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? And it was one of those. And we're like... What if we cut there and there was like some spot in the line where people weren't paying attention and we cut in. So we snuck into the Vatican. <laughs> the end. It was pretty cool. I was going to say it's worth it. I almost like the story. We snuck into the Vatican more than actually what we saw in the Vatican itself. As someone who would probably, <laughs> if she sets foot in the Vatican now, might automatically be lit on fire. Um, I would love to, to, uh, fake still being Catholic for a while because I'm fascinated. The artwork there is just like, it is one of the most beautiful, amazing museums. If you just think about what the, what this, like when you go in there, you forget that people made this. Oh, exactly. And that's really at the end. You're like, somebody made this. Yeah. Somebody made this. And I'm also the the person who would absolutely love to go down to the catacombs because I'm that person. Like there's some cool, weird shit down the catacombs. It's a pretty cool place. Yeah. It's a really good, go to Rome. A lot of times. I can but go it, back so, right now. But the Canterbury... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, 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 when the, the last time I was in England, I went to both Westminster and Canterbury. Oh, cool. And I will say that Canterbury, I thought, was... Uh-huh. I like enjoyed that more than Westminster. Okay. Besides okay. the fact that you can't even take photos inside Westminster. Wow. But what Canterbury... I have tons of, like, the most beautiful photos from Canterbury. Cool. It is... Stunning. That's gone on my list of places to visit. It was so. It was really cool. We had a day where we went to a whole bunch of places, and uh, the Canterbury Cathedral is one of them. So Dig it's it. really. Um, Chaucer that mentioned is yes. is as most people know him the father of English literature. Yes, uh, most not just well a known, font. Yeah, not just a font. <laughs> uh, most well known for Canterbury Tales. Um, yes, not bed, happy bedtime tales. No, guys. no, uh, <laughs> I remember that much. <laughs> uh, it, it was the first poet to be buried in the poet's corner of Westminster Abbey. Oh, cool! I didn't know that part. Yeah, he was an author, philosopher, astronomer, diplomat, like Renaissance man, right? Pre Renaissance, like <laughs> this guy was just ahead of his time. Yeah, like. yeah. Uh, he actually wrote an instruction manual for his son on how to use an astrolabe, which is written in prose. Oh, cool! Because if you're going to write instructions. What a fucking show off. Oh, Excuse I know. my language. <laughs> it's the oldest work in English written about an elaborate scientific instrument. Oh, and it's wow. written in fucking prose. Of course. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, all right. We get it. You're smarter <laughs> than all of us. <laughs> uh, but the astrolabe is is used to locate the sun, moon, stars, all that kind of stuff. Okay. It's different. The This was a land astrolabe that's different than a mariner's astrolabe. Okay. And most people, when they think of Astrolab, the picture they have is a sextant. They're okay. all different things, guys. That's probably what I'm picturing right now. I'm picturing it, something that Nathan Drake would pick up in. If it looks, <laughs> like, if it looks like, a, like an A, okay. with like a half circle at the bottom, that's yeah. a sextant. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Still used that's to locate sun, moon, stars and sure. stuff. Different things. Now I kind of just want one. <laughs> Can I have They're one? They're really cool. Yeah. Um, most people of our age, uh, when they think of Chaucer, think of Paul Bettany in A Knight's Tale. Let's just say that was highly fictionalized. Oh, okay. I don't think I ever watched A Knight's Tale. <gasps> Whoops. You're going to, you're going to watch it, and okay. then you're going to cry about why you haven't already seen it oh, in your life. Oh, why I missed out for so long. Like, A Knight's Tale is an amazing film. I'll check it out. Uh, if only, I mean, you have Paul Bettany. Uh-huh. Alan Tudyk. Wow. And, um, fuck. What's Is his it name? Heath Ledger? It's Heath Ledger. I was just like, what the? Well, I remember Heath um, Ledger's face on the movie cover. Be, 
but but the three of those together, there's like the three buddies. Yeah. You have a three-way buddy act, like a buddy <laughs> night action film. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Especially Heath Ledger. for someone as obsessed with King Arthur as I am right now. It's well, definitely it's, a thing I should check it's out. It's not King Arthur. But isn't it the same realm? No. Oh, okay. But you have put you have the three of so you have the three of them in like okay. a buddy comedy. Okay. In set in like this, middle ages. Okay. This is not a dark middle ages. Gotcha, this is gotcha. like a fashionista middle ages. I dig it. Okay. And as they're dancing, they break into like they 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 break into um fuck, what's fame? Fame? Yeah. Fame. I'm gonna live forever. Oh, no. Bowie's fame? Bowie. Wow. They're dancing in Middle Ages. And then they start to. In a fashion. And they break into David Bowie. This is the sound of my brain exploding. (laughs) I have like. I don't know how you haven't seen this film before. I don't know how I haven't seen it either. You're, you're going to watch it with I me. I blame Kaylee. You, you can't watch it until you watch it with me. I'm done. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, where are we? We were in an episode. Credits. Holy moly. Credits okay. are rolling. <laughs> um, we're 30 minutes into this episode, <laughs> and we've hit credits. All right, let's move it along, guys. <laughs> so they go and try to free free the girl, and she wakes up and is frightened of them, and as you would be of someone who just wakes you up yes. while you're chained that yeah. you don't recognize. And a man comes out and asks, them to spare her. He holds up a cross because he's in sheer terror. Right. Um, they've come through the circle of darkness. They must be, you know, of his brethren. Yeah. He begs them not to sacrifice her. He thinks the team is demons since the Stargate is where the demons come from. Yep. Real open mind, you guys. Um, <laughs> Teal breaks the chains with a staff blast, which I'm sure also frightens her. Right. Uh, Jack yeah. uh, says, like, look, we just want to help. Yeah. Um, Mary just looks sick. She doesn't look possessed. And Simon terrifyingly lets them into his house. Yeah. What else do you do with the guy with the giant weapons? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, come in. So she has chicken pox. Oh. Uh, hopefully the whole team has had it. I guess Teal doesn't really give a shit right. if he's had he's it. Right. like, I don't know, Junior, can we handle this? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, she'll itch, but she'll be fine in a couple days. Um, but a few days isn't enough time because the elders will perform a trampanning tonight to cleanse her. And uh, clearly Daniel's worried yeah. because he knows what trampanning is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they, he's like, they didn't call it the Dark Ages because it was dark. Right. Um, and a horn blows outside and we hear the demon comes. <laughs> trampanning, if you yes. don't know about this wonderful piece of history, is this beautiful procedure where they drill a hole in your skull. Hey. Back in the day, one of the most common reasons they did it was to let out the evil spirits. That's, well, sometimes your brain needs to breathe. And, like, the thing, the the drill that you slayed later in this episode is basically what they used. It was a little windy ones, right? To drill a hole. There's evidence in Neolithic skulls, um, like, 5 to 10% of Neolithic skulls. Like, this was a common practice. Yeah. Um... They, in prehistoric times, some people even took the bone uh, after it was removed and wore it as a charm to keep people's spirits away. Um, And these holes aren't small. They're like twice the size of a quarter. How? Some of them are even bigger. How do people even live? Like, they probably did it. A large percentage did it. There are people that that survived this. Holy Um, crap. But I think their philosophy was, well, if you die, at least the evil spirit's gone before you die. Um, Wow. Yeah, and a lot of times it was done, you know, when they've already had head trauma. Okay. You know, um, the modern version of it is a craniotomy where they remove part of the skull to remove pressure. Right, right. These days, they put the piece of bone back. Yeah. um, At that time, they didn't. So, I, I mean, a lot of times they were probably... Um, you know, well, I'm guessing there weren't or, like the highly paid anesthesiologist around. Oh no, there was like no anesthesia. No, that's not. Oh, you know okay. how she, they're just holding her skull at the end. Yeah. She looks terrified. That's a lot of times what happens. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh. There is um, there's evidence of this all My over the world. My skin is crawling. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Engravings and drawings of this from from like the Middle Ages or even the earliest drawings of this are gruesome. Guys, humans, we're pretty dark. Gruesome. <laughs> I am super glad I was never around while they were doing this. Yeah. Like it's with interesting no anesthesia. To think, like in two hundred years, uh, I wonder what people will think of some of the stuff we're doing now. Yeah. The oh, plus side so is that most of the stuff we're doing now, even if they find it barbaric. You're not conscious while you're doing That's it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. We have anesthesia. So uh, even wouldn't if it be great though to step into the future and they're like, you did what? Yeah, basically. Yeah. 
Um, so outside we see that the demon is just an Unas, mm-hmm. uh, the first hold the ghoul, the first host of the ghoul. Jack yeah. thinks that they killed him. Uh, Jack doesn't <laughs> quite get that there's not only one; it's a whole species. Unas does not mean Uno. Which, although I see Jack's point, yeah, he's like, "You guys said one. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> we did this already." Um, the Unas announces that the time of sacrifice is at hand, and his lord Satan calls for five souls. Yikes. Daniel says that they are wrong. The ghoul isn't playing God, he's playing the devil. Dun, dun, dun. Um, That's where the soap opera music comes yeah. in. <laughs> so a lot of, like, lore and, and views and stuff on the devil or Satan don't come from the Bible. Right. They come from reading the Bible through the lens of this entire mythology that was created largely sort of in the Middle Ages era. Oh, wow. Um, this is where you get the horns and the tail and the pitchfork and like the modern sort of view of, of the devil. Um, at no point, basically, is Satan's physical appearance talked about in the Bible. That's true because he was essentially just a fallen angel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of it is based on earlier, um, often pagan gods like like Pan and other horned gods oh. that we've kind of they mashed them together to got the, to get this view of of yeah. the devil. That's um, so interesting. I guess that's true. I, I I never put that together. So it's a lot of the stuff. It, you, this whole mythology was created, and a lot of it was sort of um, like. Control by fear. Okay. In the Middle Ages, we see that a lot. Yeah, I guess and it's so. True, they yeah. created these, you know, the bedtime stories and and these stories, and so people would go back and when they read the Bible, they have these stories subconsciously in their head, right? And that's sort of what you get. So in modern Christianity, the devil ranges from a, like a literal being who is the personification of anything evil, anything that opposes God, capital G God, um, to like a really personal. Like a person, like a personal demon, quote unquote, anything that leads to sin, but can be overcome, can be vanquished gotcha. type thing. Um, to me, Satan is extremely like the, the concept of the devil is super interesting from the standpoint of I don't think that there is a deity out there that has like a bigger range of how he's perceived of how. That's true. Um it, It's like an extremely non pinpointed down idea. There's it's Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can, I'm trying to think of, like, what else it would be like. But no, you're right. It's just, it's it's everywhere. Exactly. It's really it's, just whatever you want to attribute to him. Yeah. It's he's it's such an amorphous concept because <laughs> it's so many, so many people, so many, you know, religions, so many, you know. They all weave into it. And they they all weave together. Time. And yeah. so there's, like, a thousand different ways to. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, think of something else that's like it, and I, I can't. I yeah. can't get there. Yeah. Interesting. So. I, I it's I think it's interesting. So so Car is 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 Satan. So in this, the Unas himself is not. We don't really get a name for this specific ghoul, but right. he's working for So Car for Who's, Satan, right? Um, so, so he is a demon. So basically, what's happened is that Unas have caught on. They're like, yeah, yeah, we know Satan. Yeah, we're working for him. We're so working. give me your people. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, they're like goons. They're like hired <laughs> goons. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Simon starts to unwrap a package because the time is at hand. Yes. Um, and we later find out in that package is the trepanning drill. <sighs> Jack tries to explain what's actually going on, but Simon doesn't want to hear it. Uh, mm-hmm. The Unas is demon-esque, but he's not a demon. Right. Which is not going to get through to these people. That's not happening. Um, Daniel isn't helping by saying how great strength and intelligence and he's working for Sokar, who is Satan to these people but he isn't a demon like Daniel you're not helping yeah stop talking shut up <laughs> these people do not understand these nuances yeah 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 you're not yeah <laughs> um Simon's like you know do, do you fear it and he looks like bitch please yeah I, <laughs> no. I don't fear shit no yeah. no uh, Simon wonders if God sent them to answer his prayers and that God is delivering him from evil or the, the whole village from evil. Um, and the Unas will back at sunrise. Jack thinks, you know, time for an attack. Yep. J- Sam points out that, like, it took Thor's hammer to take down the last one. Yeah. He's like, fine, there'll be lots of staff blasts. Yeah. Uh, I like that you can't really face Jack. No. He's like, no, I don't, I don't realize that this is a losing battle. Let's just do this. Let's just do Let's this. Just do it. It'll Let's work out done. fine. Yeah. No, no. 
Quiet. We're fine. He's like, look, they've been living like this for the past, like, what, thousand years? It's time to stop yeah. the terrorism yeah. around here. Whatever um, it takes. Fine. We'll just have them bury the gate when we leave to stop Sokar. <laughs> so outside the church bells ring, the cannon has returned. Oh my. The cannon is everything you hate in stories about overpowered church priests. Absolutely. <laughs> like, this you are guy is correct. horrible. <laughs> this guy is a scumbag. This guy is like the, the TV evangelical preacher who just gets everyone to fall over. You know what him. I think of? I think of Patrick Swayze and Donnie Darko. Yeah. That's yeah, he's basically just, who he's this disgusting. Is. He's yeah. disgusting. Um, I watched The Borges. Uh, oh, he's basically oh, you would like that. Okay, good. He's basically like the the around this era pope that just was not in any way religious. He was yeah. like, oh, but I have the power, and God told There's me I have the power. There's always someone who takes advantage of faith. Oh, There's so always someone taking advantage of it. Yeah. He has women following him. He has fancy dress. He always has food, wine, armed guards, like, and the rest of the people are living. He's just yeah. uh, not a good guy. No. Gotcha. So Simon uh, Simon explains that he's the one who gets to pick who is sacrificed since mm-hmm. he's the spiritual leader and he determines whose souls are possessed with evil. That sounds totally legit, guys. Yeah. Let's just that one guy do all. And the problem is, is if you question him, then you're the next you one to be, be sacrificed because yeah. you're obviously possessed by evil. So the canon approaches SG-1, and he's basically pre-decided they're evil because right. of strangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simon was fooled by their deception, and he yells some dogma at them and says that Teal'c has the mark of the devil, and their souls are damned. Yikes. Done. Fun times. <laughs> Jack Although is, we probably could have seen that coming. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Jack has had enough of that. He speaks to the he tries to speak to the people that they have the power to stop the Unas, which would mean no more sacrifices. But the canon just yells back that since they came through the circle of darkness, their souls are uncleaned, they're evil, blah, blah, blah. Teal mm-hmm. greatly points out that, you know, you know, they these people clearly don't want our yeah. help. Um, and Jack is headed up and they start start to walk away. Which is the point that the cannon touches his ring and calls down lightning and hits the ground, knocking everyone out with purple. Hey, that's not good. No. They wake up in a cell, disarmed and without Teal'c. Which is usually not good. No. Um, They're like, it felt like a staff blast. I like this scene, too, because I think this is the one where... They wake up. It not only does it it doesn't look like a cell. It looks like they're in cages. Yeah, it's probably where they keep the livestock. <laughs> yeah, because they probably don't have it's like, like what's happening. Yeah. yeah, I guarantee you, this is just where they keep the livestock when they're selling it in right, the market right. or something. I was I honestly expected to like pan out or like zoom out and, and there's just like, like a cat. It's just hanging like it's a little cage hanging in the middle of the square or something. Anyway, yeah. Jack tells Sam that if he ever gets the urge to help anyone ever again, just give him a swift kick. Yeah, which I love because that comes back later. Mm-hmm. Simon comes up and tells him that, you know, I don't believe you're demons. Thanks. Uh, but the cannon won't hear him, and Teal'c must endure the tests. As if on cue, Teal'c yeah. is led into the square by guards, with everyone yelling about how evil he Did is. Did somebody say Teal'c? Yeah. <laughs> He's a little worse for wear. He's yeah. got, a little, got a little red on his face. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cannon goes on and on about how demons are among us. We must seek him out, punish him. The blacksmith heats up a poker... Daniel points out the idea that the mark of the devil, the spot on a body made by the devil that's insensitive to pain. Yeah. Also known as a witch's mark. Mm-hmm. Um, this spot was thought to have been made by like his his claw or an, uh, like his pitchfork iron Got or it. even his tongue, like when he licked you. Yeah. Um, it was like the end of the initiation rites. Like you uh, welcome this mark type right. thing. Um, that's how you were branded. It's like the dark mark in Harry Potter. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense now. Yep. Um, and they thought a lot of times it'd be in a secret place because they didn't oh. want it to be obvious. So it could have been under your eyelids or in your armpits or in body cavities. Yikes. Considering they're mostly women. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, you can read into that as you will, but you'd be right. Um, it was basically, <laughs> if they found it, it was undeniable proof you were a witch. Oh, my. It could be moles, scars, birthmarks, skin tag. Like, it was supposed to look natural. Right. So basically, you couldn't argue it. So basically, they were just looking at anything at, on oh, your yeah. body to make you... If they wanted you to be a witch, they'll find some mole and that's Holy a devil's crap. mark. Holy crap, I have so many devil's marks. <laughs> I'm like looking at four just on my arms. In the Middle, in the middle Ages, they would um, like strip and shave women to find the mark. And if uh-huh. they couldn't see it, 
they would then assume it was invisible. It's a lose-lose, guys. Oh, it's, it's a lose-lose. No, you're done. Yeah. They would just start shoving pins all over your body oh. to find the insensitive mark. And if they could, like, it would, they would just blatantly torture you. Yikes. To For find fun. the mark. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Sometimes it stick, you know, finding the hot poker. And if it's in one of those invisible spots. Yeah. Then there'd be an invisible, there'd be a poker. Fun times. Poked. No. Um, <laughs> so the cannon places the glowing poker to Teal'c's emblem, and he doesn't flinch because he's a badass. Yeah, because that's who Teal'c is. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't, he, if you watch, doesn't even, like, clench his jaws. Nothing. Like, just stone cold. You'd think he was napping. Yeah, like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, what? Yeah, nothing's um, happening. And won't give in, although that just assures the canon that it's proof that he's a demon, and in Daniel's words, that's not good. Right. Although, wouldn't that hot poker at least start to melt the gold? Unless it's just not gold, it's some other weird thing. That's he true. says it's pure molten gold in an earlier thing. Oh, that's true. I wonder. So, um, later on, uh, we come to the, the water test, most well-known for me... From Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> Click to, Teal clearly turned someone into a newt. Yeah. They got better. Yeah. And if Teal floats, he's made of wood. Yeah. They could just save time and see if he weighs the same as a duck. I'm done now. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys have that one. I'm not even going to. That's perfection. I'm not touching that <laughs> sentence at all. You're welcome. It's a catch-22, though. If yeah. he sinks, he's innocent. If he floats, he's a witch and burn yeah. at the stake. Right. Um, so they shove him in the water, tie to a rock. Again, these tests, it's like nobody thought these through and went, wait a minute. No matter what you do to these people, they die. Well, historically, often that there would be a rope or something tied uh-huh. to the person. So if they sank, they could hopefully be pulled up before they drowned. But that was never the attempt. It's very interesting, like, how easily the yeah. wool was pulled over people's eyes. Oh, my gosh, yes. It's, like, and you know how, like, a mass public likes to grow into mass hysteria. That's what I mean. It's like how how nonsense these things were. Yeah. Every single one. Anyway, I'm done. Yes. <laughs> Not You don't see it in today's culture at all. Never. Um, so <laughs> then you just see bubbles come up to the water. Needless to say, the team is pissed. Right. They're yelling. Just a little pissed, guys. Arteok is dead. A little pissed. Yeah. Just a little pissed. Um, later that night, the team can see Teal's body from their cell. The women, um, nuns are praying over him. But don't worry. The canon says that his soul is clean. Sure. And if they want, they'll give, even give him a Christian burial. And they're free to go. <laughs> they just have to be chained up until they get back to the circle of darkness. Oh, my. Jack points out that if he does return, he's going to break the canon's neck. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, but then some he'll just shoot lightning down with his ring, so it doesn't really matter. Right. No big deal. Jack's a little pissed, guys. Just a tiny bit. Um, he's like the reason. I love how much Jack tries to implement reason. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this isn't going to work. This planet yeah, doesn't know reason. It's just not going to work. Logic yeah. is not You can't argue logic with yeah. an insane person. Yeah, that's basically exactly what he's trying to do. Although, to be fair, I would argue that the canon knows exactly what's going on. Well, the canon does. Yeah. The but the problem is he's bullshit. trying to get everybody else to understand that this is bullshit. And yeah. it's like, they're just not there And I would yet. also argue that this is a society where I think that there is a, not everyone, but there's a population whose village knows exactly what's going on. Oh, yeah. They're literally powerless. I think that. a lot of it is fear. It's to- This is a completely society run on fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the ring's been handed down through generations. He uses it to abide God's will, and no one can deny the demon is real and could destroy them, and the sacrifices allow the village to survive, and the unclean souls have taken away through the circle of darkness. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. Um, and as he leaves, Simon comes up and is basically like, dude, just shut up and take it. You're not dead. At least not now. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly the team won't. Right. Um, and they try to get him to see how the cannon's power is just purely corrupted. Doesn't work. Um, and he's like, if you bring, if I bring you the gear, can you still help the village? And right. I was like, dude, make up your mind. Yeah. This guy is frustrates me throughout the entire yes. episode. There's somewhere later on some more, but we'll get there. <laughs> well, I'm holding it together. And they're like, well, I can't bury the story because I'm not allowed to go near it. Okay. And the guys are just like, sure. <laughs> so, um, um, and someone else calls to see if Simon is ready for the trepanning ritual. Sure. Mary's parents were already taken and sacrificed, so her soul has to be cleaned or she's going to be chosen as well. Mm-hmm. And the team, like, clearly is trying to stop him, going, you're crazy, do Please not drill a drill hole. Holding into his head. Yeah. I don't think it's his wife. Oh, that's right. No, I don't think they are married. Um, I, I think it's just, like, family friends. Gotcha. When I see. Yeah. Um, 
he's like, I have no choice. And and he basically, as a hopeless person would argue, he goes, it'd be better if she dies here with them, with people surrounding her, than die by the devil's hand. That's true. Um, and Teal points out, Daniel points out that Teal could have died for nothing if nothing good comes from this. That's another thing. So in Simon's home, Mary is terrified because they're about to drill a hole in her fucking head. Uh, rightly so, yeah. And Simon's She's, like, but there'll be a great reward waiting in heaven and angels will welcome her and there'll be no more She's pain. like, hole in head. There bo- <laughs> won't be any more pain if you don't drill a hole in my goddamn head. Yeah, hole in head. You do it. <laughs> um, so outside, Daniel is like, look, you guys can go back to the gate if you want, but you go without me because I'm going to go try to stop them from drilling a hole in a young girl's fucking head. Yeah. And Jack and Sam are like, <laughs> God damn you and your yeah. reason. <laughs> um, so Daniel enters just as they're holding the drill up to Mary's head. Um, and it's going to not just going on the side of her head, going right between her eyes. Well, you want to make it nice and pretty and symmetrical. If you're going <laughs> to drill a hole in your head, oh you know, God. at least make it even. And if you're only doing one, it makes sense. It would go right in the middle. Otherwise, if you do it on the side, you got to oh, do one on each side Jesus. so that they're even. And, and I'm done. Daniel's like, The aesthetics of hole drilling. <laughs> <laughs> you can drill at the very top. Oh, that's true. It's another good place. Um, and Daniel's like, well, you know, we'll take you back and, and there'll be no demons there and no hole drilling. <laughs> yeah. Remember the time that no hole drilling. <laughs> so we cut back to the nuns cleaning Teal'c's body and shrouding it. Oh. Back in Simon's home. Uh, and at this point, you know Teal'c's not, like, everyone clearly knows Teal'c's not dead, right? Yeah, like... It's not even, it's, it's There's tough. There's not even a question. It's, it's tough with this show to be worried for Teal'c. I know. Because you're like, oh, okay, Teal'c's dead. Like, I roll. And I'm pretty sure the team, even when they're like, Teal'c would have died for nothing, I don't even think the team believes Teal'c's dead. No, they're dead. like, oh, no, Teal'c's dead. Wink, wink, wink. Let's go hey, save like, Teal'c. like, we've seen he's died. I'm not 100% convinced he's dead. Listen, there's, you've got to, like, really kill him for him to be dead. You gotta, it's the same thing as you gotta double tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> it's like you gotta behead him before you yeah, die. There you go. Um, anyways, back at Simon's home, Mary, Mary's fever's down. Jack is hoping that someone, anyone, has keys to these change. Anyone can somebody Just help someone? me? Yeah. <laughs> back, uh, back with the nuns. Tilk starts to twitch and then sits up, which sends all the nuns screaming as he pulls the <laughs> shot off him. <laughs> The team hears this and heads out to see what's up, and Tilk just saunters over, putting his jacket what's up, on. Guys? When we get way to go, Junior. That's my favorite part of the whole thing. <laughs> He's so excited. I love when he talks to Junior and yeah. not Teal. Oh, Anytime Jack talks to Junior directly. <laughs> so Junior just filtered oxygen and fed it to Teal, and Teal just put himself in a te- deep state of Kelnorim. Also, Teal's arms. <laughs> Let's take a moment. Mm-hmm. And we're back. Yeah. So, you know, it's like this village has never seen a guy raised from the dead before. Yeah, gosh, it's not a big deal. Jeez. No, it's, and, you know, it's only like a main part of your religion. Um, but there's also. You think this is where the story of Lazarus got written? <laughs> there's a very logical explanation for this. Sure. And the canon comes in and agrees. Yep. The logical explanation is because they're all evil. You're all, yeah. And all four will be chosen for here's sacrifice. Here's the thing. Okay, here's the truth. Let's say I lived back in these times yes. and all these things happened and and everything that was a little different, a little crazy was like, oh, they're evil. That's why they just survived it. Yeah. Oh, they're evil. That's why they, they did that thing. At some point, I started to be like, well, evil seems kind of fun. I know. Can I just be evil? If I'm evil, it means I don't die. That kind of How kind of great well. is that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to follow any rules if I'm evil. That kind of sounds really good. Let's do it. Yeah. Can you do magic? Let's do evil. I kind of mm-hmm. like that idea, yeah. guys. I would be yeah. so burned at the stake. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't. I would be condemned as a witch so quickly. Yeah, we wouldn't have made it very far. No, it would, we would have been not. one of those like like sad stories that we hear about the children, like the little girls that yeah. are like, yeah, they were killed yep. for a plain ring around the rosy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't even made it to this age. Like, yeah. I would have been dead way early. There would have been no podcast. <laughs> Never mind that it's the Middle Ages. <laughs> um, and Jack then tells Sam that the next time Daniel ever gets the urge to help someone, shoot him. Yeah, yeah. as opposed to kick him. No, yeah, no, no. Shoot Just, him. Yeah. 
Um, so, and Mary gets to go as well because she's possessed, clearly. And Simon, Simon tries to beg for her life, but the cannon's not going to hear it. Right. Because uh, he's a douche. Um, and Simon just gives up, basically. Sorry, the cannon's spoken. Sorry. It's your life or mine, and I'm a big giant uh, wuss. Yeah, the cannon yeah. arrives everyone back to their homes. The team and Mary get chained up in the town square. Daniel tries to get them to see that, you know, Mary's going to get turned into host. But that, of course, means jack shit to anyone because yeah. no They're one knows like, what, what that is means. host? Yeah. I don't understand. Like a TV host? Yeah. Because, you know, they would do that. They yeah. would say that. Yeah. 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 like that. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> as morning comes, Jack and Daniel see Simon peeking out from the doorway, but he's too chicken shit to come on doing Again, another but giant chicken shit. By the way, if you look at this, Sam can totally just slip her hands through these <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Amanda Tapping has to try to keep Let's her arms Let's be honest. <laughs> Daniel probably could, too. And, and, yeah, and I'm looking at them going, and Jack might, Teal, I think, Teal like, can't. Teal's giant hams ain't going anywhere. <laughs> but that's fine. So you have one guy dragging around chains. If anyone can carry them, it's him. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just laughed at that. Looking at this going and meditating, like trying to keep, because it's a one size chain. Yeah, and I wonder is- how many takes there was where like, cut, you fell out of the chains again. And she's like, oh shit, sorry guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> also, can we just remark um, that that it's a great scene here that we see, you see the mark in Jack's eyebrow again? Yeah, yeah. That's the exact same place that the one he got in 1969. <laughs> that's his permanent scar. We just want to refresh it a bit. Yeah. Um, again, I want to just say how much I adore the him and uh, Jan Newman, the makeup artist, for committing to keeping that scar <laughs> in his eyebrow the rest of the series as a. There's nothing quite film. like a good eyebrow scar. Yeah. I mean, there's like, another. To the there's point a- of. A I think I said, I said this in 1969. Most people assume RDA has that scar. Yeah. It's, I, I think it's at some point he probably wishes he had it too. I mean, it's pretty bad. It's kind of like Jason Momoa. Like Jason, like, like that's know, a legitimate it's scar. It's a shitty reason to have it, yeah. but it's a fucking cool I know. Scar. <laughs> Jason Momoa scar, real. Yeah. RDA scar, not. not. real. <laughs> <laughs> um, and here comes the Unas. Morden, yeah, as Jack snarks at him hardcore. Of course, yeah. Uh, as he pulls all the pins out, um, I mean, look, he's got the pods right in his back pocket. The hours are good. Probably get all the chicks. I mean, you know, is at that Unas is just like, shut up. Picks him up by the throat, drops him, <laughs> and I love where Jack's like, oh my apple. <laughs> Well, you know, for keeping things in the biblical theme, of course. I know. It's very appropriate. I just left. Oh, my apple. I like that even in a moment of, like, I'm almost going to die, that he can find his wit. <laughs> I don't think or I don't think Jack has anything but wit. Yeah, that's kind of just He's all he He's made of wit. Yeah. yeah. If Jack isn't snarking, that's when you're worried. That's kind of when, you know what? These are the times where maybe, maybe Jack is a bard. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> He's going, no, warrior bard kind of. This guy, no, but I don't. Okay, fine. Warrior bard kind of. <laughs> He's a natural leader. He He's leads by example and snark. Yeah. Um, even a random villager remarks to Simon. <laughs> the snark is my new feet. Sorry, <laughs> Dude, if there was a feet in snark, yeah, all over that I shit. I want that. Yeah. That's like the first one I'd go for. Snark feet. That almost sounds like something gross. <laughs> Uh, the dog just snark feeded everywhere. <laughs> okay. Uh, this, even a random villager remarks to Simon going, if they're servants of Satan, why are they resisting? Yeah. We're like, maybe because they're not servants of Satan. Because logic, people, let's find it somewhere in their brain. Uh, so, and the, look, Leonis is like, you guys aren't from around here, are you? Mm-hmm. And Jack just snarks Samar as Leonis leads him away in the chains, and Simon looks ashamed. Well, Simon, go be lame somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so as Leonis is leading him back to the Stargate, they walking along a path, which is a steep ledge, which Jack scopes out, looks back at the rest of the team, even Daniel gets the point, passes it on to Mary that they're going to take a little tumble, yeah. roll with it, literally. Yeah. yeah. Pun intended. And roll. Yeah. Uh, and they do, and... Um, I'm really proud of Daniel for getting this one. Because yeah. <laughs> it's not like Daniel to get things. <laughs> loses his hold on the chain, and he, there's a lot of big rocks on yeah. that slope that I'm amazed none of them smack their head on that rock and fall Well, you know, because they're demons. <laughs> they are. It's their magic power. Um, and as they run, why does Jack not pick up the handle so it's not dragging on the ground? That's true, yeah. Why? Because... 
Because later on, yeah, we'll find exactly. out. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, Mary leads him through the woods as they run. I'm guessing she knows the area. Mm-hmm. At the village, Simon approaches the cannon, but the cannon just keeps asking. He's like, look, you just keep asking questions, and I won't be able to save you next time. We have to find a sacrifice. Basically, in so many words. That's all he said, because yeah. he's disgusting. Yeah, he's just a gross dude. He's a gross dude. Gross dude and with too much power to yeah. say, hmm, doesn't mm-hmm. remind me of anybody in real life. <laughs> so uh, we find out uh, why Jack didn't pick up the handle, so it's the owners can step on it and stop the team. Sure, yeah. Ugh. Um... Well, they then, can't, you know, they can't get away that easily. No. But then Simon, out of nowhere, with at least one vest pack, with a staff weapon, uh, Jack's like, shoot! And yeah. Unas is just like, you know, you will join them in hell. And he drives Here's the handle the thing. into the tree. You don't have to tell me twice to shoot something exactly. that's coming at me. <laughs> he's not coming at him yet. Well, that's true, but he's gonna. So he drives the handle into the tree. Uh-huh. Which I think is my biggest issue with this episode after dragging the handle on the ground. Right. You're telling me... That Teal couldn't pull that handle out of that yeah, tree. Yeah, I didn't believe that either. <laughs> I didn't if, believe that and either. If, and if Teal can't on his own, you're telling me that Jack and Teal together? You've got five people in that chain yeah. group? That, that's coming out. It's coming out. I'm like, are, and they just sit there. Yeah. The entire time. They're just standing there. They should there. at least resist it like you're in a game of tug of war. I'm like, are you kidding me? That tree is your anchor. <laughs> that yeah. That is my biggest issue of this episode. No, I'm with you. I was watching that too. I'm like, well, I don't believe that. No. <laughs> so after a bunch of yelling Simon finally does shoot and hit the Unas in the chest and we find out the Unas are somehow related to the Vulcans and have a Nickelodeon green gag. Yeah, they're made of gag blood. Yep. Yeah. That's their blood. No, um, it's all gag. By the way, Vulcans have green blood. That's how they're related. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I knew that. Except no, I don't. Uh, it's a different shade of green, but yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so Simon shoots again, keeps coming, shoots again, and nothing, but he does get a backhand and Simon goes flying. I don't understand why it takes Simon so long to shoot in between each one. It's like, does this Plot? thing take that long to reload? No, we've seen Till to fire it much faster. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like you shoot, you shoot that thing like it's a video game, but I guess he doesn't yeah. know a video game. He doesn't know what a video game is. Dang it! No. Okay, uh, and he's probably never, you know, shot they down guns. Simon is my least favorite person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, nah, nope. I still like Simon more than the cat. That's the fair. That's fair. The, the, trust That's me, there fair. is a low bar in like a billion in this episode. <laughs> Um, and so Simon goes flying, he tumbles, he gets up and starts running, um, and, but the staff weapon, conveniently enough, is just in the range of Mary if she stretches out really far, and then they pass it to Teal'c, who shoots the chains and frees them, yeah, and Teal'c shoots the, the last of the chains, they just have their cuffs left that, you know, again, Sam and Mm -hmm. slip off, but they don't, um, (laughs) Sam and Daniel take Mary to the gate, and Jack takes the handgun from the pack and heads off with Teal'c. Shall we? Yeah, well, it seems appropriate, yeah. Uh, Simon hides behind a rock, and we hear the cannon calling his name and showing up, somehow finding him in the middle of the woods? That's uh, not suspicious at all. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, he's like, what have you done? And then the Una shows up as well. Sure. And then we cut to Jack and Teal running. And then back to the Unas telling Simon <laughs> that his god has abandoned him, but Simon t- dramatically confronts him and we get a close up of his face and he goes, that his god is with him always, dramatically. All of a sudden, yeah, all of a and sudden. And then the Unas just knocks him out yeah. and goes after the cannon. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. And we hear the cannon yelling as Jack and Teal keep running. Yeah, everybody's running, all the things are happening, Simon finally grew a pair. Yeah, when we, we finally get to the, they finally get to the scene and the Unas is dead and the cannon is over by Simon, who he says, stood before the Unas like David before Goliath and it was a miracle and Teal's like, the Unas wounds were too severe for even the ghoul, so not a demon. Yeah, just a ghoul, like we told you at the very <laughs> beginning of this friggin' episode. And the cannon's like, my eyes are open, bless you, uh, and Jack's like, give me the ring, just mm-hmm. hand it over. And so he tosses it over as Simon wakes up, um, Teal's like, look, Sokar's gonna send more Unas when this one doesn't show up, and Jack's like, look, well, you said before, we've said it like 18 times this episode yeah. now, when we leave, Bury the gates. Yeah, you have one job. <laughs> one job to do. Yeah. Uh, and they all meet up at the Stargate. The beast is dead. The cannon, you know, wouldn't have believed if he didn't witness himself. And Sam starts to dial home, but she pauses. 
Because mm-hmm. her spidey senses are tingling. Good old Jolinar. The gould went into the cannon. And Teal aims his staff weapon. The cannon plays dumb. Sam is positive. Uh, Gig is up. Cannon's eyes glows and Jack just shoots him. Yep. And you're done. Yeah. And as he dies, Simon, you know, goes to his side and the canon asks for forgiveness. And then he dies. And Simon says the prayer for suffering souls. Um, The demon is gone. Simon and Mary will bury the gate once they leave. And I love the shots at the end of this episode that Mm. we are left with from behind the gate. And as the team disappears. That is a really cool shot. Love that shot. I got caught up, though, in that moment thinking, well, now what? Because, like, okay, this guy's dead, but half of the town believes that that guy knew what he was doing. Yes. And all of a sudden, Simon and Mary show up. They're going to die. Yeah, like, there's a whole <laughs> thing, like, there's some there's some plot threads hanging there's at the a, end of this. this is, uh, it's not going to go well. No. It's not going to go well. No. But uh, we'll see. Let's, let's I mean, hope but again, if, if who has the ring? Did they take the ring with them? Did they give the ring to Simon? I feel he like comes back with Sam the ring? took the ring. No, I don't think they gave the ring back at all. Oh, gosh. But, like, still, that's not going to end. Well, no. you're going to try to convince everyone that the cannon was a demon? Have fun with that. Yeah. Good luck, dude, because nobody believes that already. And now they're you just going to think they're going to burn Or Or is Simon then going to be like, I'm in charge now. Now you die. And then <laughs> the cycle just starts over again. Exactly. Yikes. Well, there's no one to come take the sacrifices anymore. So the sacrifice is just sitting out there. And That's true. There's, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. But yet, at the same time, I don't actually care enough about Simon and Mary from this episode. I don't think we're supposed to. I guess not. I think it's just, yeah. There's other people that we have left on the planet they care more about than Simon and Mary. And I I think that's how it's supposed to go. But that part just nags at me like, well, wait a minute. There's more here. Yeah. Um... So that kind of left me hanging. That's yeah. the one part of this episode where I was like, well, it's not going to be that easy. Well, I mean, they can take, they can, well, they can come and get someone else to carry the cannon's body back and the demon's body back and be like, I am David. I have killed the light. Look, I did it. Yeah. And then just be like, he killed the cannon first. By the way, I forgot to say that. Yeah. It's totally how it went down. Now worship me instead. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, um, the episode after this is called Rules of Engagement. Nice. Um, Let's get to our our ratings. Our rankings. Yes. Hmm. I don't know where this one goes. Yeah, well, here, let me refresh us of what our top five are. Okay. Um, I will be honest, this does not go in my top five. Yeah, I don't know that it's even better than Dead Man Switch. Yeah, so no, I, I, am, I enjoy Dead Man Switch more than this one. Yeah, so I don't think it goes this on my This one just either. annoys me slightly more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I just, I'm left with this nagging feeling. It is kind of cool that it's the first one that, that mentions Christianity, but I'm like, hoping there's it, others that do it yeah. better yes. in the future. I just kind of hate Simon so much. I know. And he's the one guy we're supposed to care about. I hate Simon. I, Simon, okay, let me rephrase Simon annoys me. I yeah. hate the canon. You're supposed to hate the canon. But. Well, yeah, the people you're supposed to hate, I hate, but I, yeah. I don't like the guy we're supposed no, to like. And no. I think that's the problem he's for He's kind of... He's just kind of a big chicken it is shit. Not, it's not the actor or anything like this. It's just the writing of the character is annoying. Yeah, I think the character's just a big giant chicken shit, yeah. and I, I have no allegiance. To, I have no heart for him. No, yeah. not at all. He doesn't doesn't catch me in the feels. Um, do, however, do we count this as a Teal'c death? Oh, totally. Okay. I think it does. I think it teal'c counts death. as a Teal'c death. He's up to three. Yay! Um, Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so next week we have Rules of Engagement. Done. Um, which is... Which is... An episode. It was an interesting episode. Okay. I think there'll be some some interesting things to look at now. Gotcha. Um, and yeah, we will be back next week with that. Thank you guys for sticking with us, and thank you for tuning in again every week. We promise no more tangent cast for a little while. Yeah. Um. Uh. But it's all completely my fault, you guys. <laughs> I will admit. No, let's let's not lie to the people. I've been obsessed with Dungeons and Dragons. In a way. I needed that episode. I needed it. <laughs> I needed to be beat up by my lack of Stargate knowledge, and now I can study up. <laughs> but I appreciate it. Um, as always, you guys can find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. Or you can send us an email at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. I do think the D- D&D one will be interesting one to come back with at closer to the end of the series. Let's do it. Is to see, because when you have a, you know, what, 11 season long arc. Yeah. Um, ten se- sorry, 10 season long arc. 
you, um, yeah, characters change. That's true. So I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be fun, and I'll have a little more information to back me up, and yeah. a little more D&D knowledge to back me up. Exactly. I'm coming for you, Jesse. <laughs> All right, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.